Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back out of bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Reggie Swenton. If you want to get involved in the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Ask your record live fan feedback. It's hour three, and we're going to get into your Razor Hog update. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds. Presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union. Where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Coach Sam Pittman met with the media yesterday, and one of the things he talked about is the strength of the team. He wanted to be a little more physical, wanted the players to uh, put on some muscle. And so here's what he had to say about players putting on muscle. Hudson Clark, you know, ended up gaining about 12 pounds this summer, uh, which he needed to. You know, we asked him to go in there and fill the hole on a running back, and he doesn't have enough you know, behind to fill it, and uh, he's there. He just can't get him on the ground at times. Uh, so we, he, he, he's one that sticks out. Uh, obviously, uh, the D line has has done a really good job. Devin Manuel was was thin, couldn't handle, you know, hard to handle a bull at what he was in the spring, and now he's. You know, I imagine he'll report about 308. I think it was 306 uh, when he left. So. You know, just a lot of positives. Lemmer squatted 700 pounds, you know, things of that nature. That Just a really good overall program for all of them. I'd, I'd like for you to ask Ben. He, he, he would be able to rattle them off faster than me. Coach Pittman also just given his overall perspective on the team, he say, says that they've increased depth. Linebacker was certainly something because we haven't really had anybody play a lot of reps there, you know, so... After spring ball, I felt like we could have, you know, with Jaheim coming in, I feel like we could have, you know, two rotations there, you know, a couple rotations where we could have some guys. Obviously, we've talked about the D-line. Wide receiver, and it wasn't just the guys that we brought in. I thought it was Bakke and Satagna and Jaden Wilson and those guys coming on, you know, that you think, because they're fast, you know, and they, they uh, did a nice job. Competition, I think, really helped the entire team. And uh, but that would be it. Running back was running back. Tight end would probably be one of the biggest things that happened from spring ball to now. Uh, not only with the guys that were brought in, but the guys' development over the summertime. Arkansas opens with Western Carolina, and Coach Pittman was asked if there's a different approach opening the season with an FCS school. You know, we're trying to approach camp on us 
you know, and us getting better. Again, we still have a lot of new faces, uh, and that's not only on uh, the kids, but the coaching staff, you know. Most of our guys obviously went through spring ball with our new staff, but we still have quite a few that we've got to figure out if they're going to help us or not this year too. But, you know, our deal is is that, in all honesty, we didn't play well against the teams that we were favored to beat, and uh, so we lost that chip at times. And so we have to coach that way. We have to feel that way and all those things. So we just got to get back to old Arkansas football, and, and we started that obviously in January. But uh, I really like where we're at. I like the hunger of the team and things of that nature. We'll have to wait and see. But I don't think it will affect us much because we got a lot of work to do on ourselves. Coach Pittman also addressed the offense as a whole and the offensive line, some of the depth that's going on there. You know, obviously we led the nation in rushing in Power 5 a couple years back and things. So we've always tried to be physical and things of that nature. I think there's more emphasis on details. Uh, certainly uh, we'll be formationally, we'll be quite a bit different. You know, we were a lot of 11. You know, that's just boom, 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 boom. Because we were playing fast, we wanted to stay in that. A little bit of very slight amount of 20 personnel last year. I think you'll see the tight ends used a lot more this year than and what before um but when you're uh, a check offense and we will do that at times you're checking because you're saying this is the best look and we're better than you i mean guys that are in check offense just like we were at georgia my entire time there now, sometimes we were sometimes we weren't but we believe that we were and there's a lot of uh, emphasis put on you know the mind strong and and uh, hopefully that makes it some more physical. But uh, going into the offseason with the weight room, that was, we, you know, obviously we knew Dan was different uh, uh, than uh, what KB was, but uh, we need to be more physical. And in all honesty, the most disappointing thing of last year was not between the 20s. It was inside both 20s. Next I like both a lot. I like Brady. I like Braun. I like them all, but I knew a little bit more about Braun. You know, he's played, I don't know, 700 snaps or something over at Florida. Obviously, Bo, I think moving Bo to center is going to help us as a football team, and I know it's going to help him as as a draftable offensive lineman. Uh, what we've got to do, in all honesty, we've got to make sure that our tackles are right. And I believe in both tackles uh, that we have. I believe in further deep. I believe in Chambly. I believe in Harris. I believe in Crawford. We got to find out who's going to help us win at tackle. Uh, we believe that Kudis is ultra talented, and Devin Manuel. And so uh, we've got to find that. And to be honest with you, the next question is who's going to play? Who's who's the next center? So if it all works out the best. Brady Latham won't move to left tackle if something happened to the starter. He'll stay at left guard and we'll plug one in. We won't make two moves for one loss. If something happens, Street or uh, Amari Wiggins or somebody will be go in there at center so we don't have to move Kudis from right tackle to center. If we could get a true two deep which we haven't been able to do since I've been here. And it's hard to do. You usually talk about eight guys and they're rotating and all that kind of stuff. But, man, one one move turns out to be two. And you really don't want to do that if you, if you can. There's a Razor Hog update. Coach Pittman breaking down what's going on with the team before they get to camp and open camp tomorrow. And I would love to have played for that man. I just love his demeanor. I just love what he does and what he brings to the table and the way that his players love and respect him, man. Um, I would love to be up there one day in camp just to see how he runs practice, just to see what he does, man, because it seems like he's one of those coaches that players just fall in love with. I'm not sure about his staff, but I'm sure his staff kind of follows suit, man. But, man, I just love what he's doing with our program. You know, I've heard people calling in talking about fire him, man. Sometimes when you have that coach that wants to be here, that, that wants to be a hog and is trying to do all the things the right way, man, you got to stick with him. You got to ride him out. And, you know, last year we had a lot of injuries. So, you know, I want to sit back and look at what he does this year, man. But just from listening to him talk and what he's 
trying to give the fans all the details, man. That's that's beautiful. Reggie, you've got a, a pretty much elite. I think that national pundits would agree. You got an elite one-two punch quarterback, wide or quarterback and running back. But you've got receivers that are only proven at the FCS and lower FBS level. What do you think of that situation? You know, the SEC is hard. Uh, we don't have any guys returning. Uh, no, and then tight end. I mean, you've pretty much not well, really gotten any production during the Pittman era. Not his fault. I mean, that's they weren't really using KB offenses. But you look at what Enos did, especially in 2015 with with Sprinkle and Henry. Well, I'm pretty sure that they got some guys up there who can play. I'm pretty sure just just because your FCS don't mean much, you know. Because you know, I was FCS, yeah, and I wasn't knocking you know, that by any means. Right, just saying at, at that particular level. Well, I mean, if you can play, you can play. Yeah. You look at a guy like Randy Moss, who was at FCS, but he was a Power Five guy. Yeah, you know he started I mean? at Power Five yeah, though. But yeah, but it makes a little bit of a difference. Yeah, and, and how, especially right. back then, how people would have viewed him. Yeah. Right, right, right. No, I just think that Coach Pippen knows what he's doing and his staff. So, although we're young, you know, we know our quarterback is very experienced. Now, tailback is experienced. So, I'm sure those guys have had plenty of time to get some extra work in to kind of figure things out and know who's going to be where on what routes. So, man, this, you know, you know, I'm a Razorback, man, through and through. The only reason I didn't go to the Hogs because Danny Ford wouldn't take me. But, you know, the I'm a Razorback. The timing on that. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. the nut. Coach yeah. Nut, if he right. was there. And he said that if I was there, I would have been a Hog. And I've been a Hog my whole life, man. I absolutely love my Razorbacks, man. So, um, I hope those guys do well. I root for them. And with the wide receivers, I'm going to see what's going to happen. But I do know one thing. They are getting a guy next year in Courtney Crutchfield, oh. who I know can go in there and start day one. He could do probably either side, too. Courtney Crutchfield can go and start at any school in the nation and day one. basketball a lot of places, too. Yeah, that's he's awesome, man. Of Pine, and that's what I talk to people about this all the time. Pine Bluff won state in basketball back in March, and pretty much their entire starting five have P5 football offers. Let me tell you about, that tells you. Let me tell you about Pine Bluff. Pine Bluff has some of the best talent collectively for a small town no in the state of Arkansas. Always has. Pine Bluff just somehow is like they breed stars down there. And when Courtney Crutchfield gets up there, we won't have any kind of doubt about what kind of – he's going to play day one. I've seen this kid since he was 9, 10 years old in my football league and seen him grow up. And he's been different ever since then and even through high school, man. So they're doing a good job of recruiting and getting those guys and, you know – the kids at Mills, man, I just love what they're doing up there. Well, and what I love about the receivers right now is you've got Satania that's probably or hopefully going to, if the spring game was any kind of sign, then he's going to have a special year. He's kind of like your speedster, but then those other guys that I mentioned, you got 6'6", six, six, think 6'4", six, another 6'6", six, six, so plenty of height there to go up and get it. I'll say this, we go as KJ go. Yeah. Always. <clears throat> Let's go back to the phones. Gerald. Yes. How's it going today? I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out to all those railroaders out there uh, working hard and keeping this stuff moving. Uh, but I had a question for uh, Mr. Swinton. I kind of wondered why I see a lot of these Razorbacks that become coaches uh, after they uh, set down their career. And I know that he had played at basically every level of football and probably has a way higher college IQ than... Uh, some of the people that have actually coached the Razorbacks. Uh, so I wondered why he never made it uh, as a coach to the next level or if he had been offered and just wasn't interested in doing that. I'll hang up the list. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it, Gerald. So he's asking about me. Why come I never did? Moved up. You know, I firmly believe in your calling in life. And when I started coaching kids back in 2013, uh, that was my calling. And I've I've been able to influence a lot of these kids that you guys are seeing today. So that was my calling. Now, do I want to coach high school or college? You know, possibly I have my degree now. So I can if I want to. Uh, it depends on what job comes open after this football season. I'll look and I'll weigh my options. Um, but I do remember when Coach Nutt was at Fayetteville in 2006 or seven. I think it was six. He wanted me to come up there and be a grad assistant. And I remember telling him back then, my kids were younger. And I remember telling him that 
when my kids get to high school on Friday nights, I want to be able to go see my kids play. I don't want to be out there trying to recruit some other kid from a different state when my own kids are playing. And so that's the reason why come I didn't go and get my degree back then is because I want to be there for my kids when they got to high school. Now that I've helped a lot of kids get to the, the next level, and I say I, but the coaches who I kind of coach with in the league, it's a lot of us, so it's not just me. But we've, we've, we've done a great job with these kids, and these kids got to high school. Uh, I think my time is coming. I think it's coming, and I'm, you know, and once this season ends, I'm going to look into getting a high school job or maybe a college job, assistant-wise. Savage, what's up, fellas? Hey, what's up, Savage? Hey, doing good. And Reggie, you talking about, you know, Arkansas going to go as KJ goes, but he's never had a quarterback room like he got, you know, got down last year with Hornsby and Renfro. He didn't have the the backups, so he he has to have a little bit of confidence in in that. You know, if he does go down. Not that I wanted to. He's got the room that can that back him up. And, you know, I think wholeheartedly Pittman's never had this quarterback room. And I hope uh, Enos can do something with it. You know, KJ can, you know, I'm not going to say we're going to win 11, 11 games because I'm not, you know, I'm not out there like that, even though I'm, I'm the biggest Ranger back fan. But outside that, what's your most favorite uh, collegiate running back? And take the D-Mac, anybody from the Hawks, take them off the table. You know, the Reggie Bush, who, who's your uh, favorite running back of all time? I'll get off here. Appreciate it. Are you asking me? Yeah. Wow. Uh, college running back. You know, my favorite. So I was a huge Ward Dunn fan. I was a huge Ward Dunn fan, uh, you know, back in the 90s. And I watched him every week. Now that I was a Florida State fan, I just love Ward Dunn and what he brought. Him and Peter Work and those guys. Uh, so I would say that my favorite as I can think of it right now, because I watched him every Saturday, was work done. Now, he may not be anybody else's number one, but he, you know, for what he did at his size, man, he was dynamic. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Hunter. What's up, Hunter? Hey. Hey, Hunter. Um, uh, Y'all were talking about Courtney Crutchfield earlier and the wide receivers. And, uh, yeah, he is an athlete. He can play two ways. I he played in the uh, King Cotton Classic and all that. But uh, you guys think all these six-foot wide receivers, like you said, from the lower level, not saying anything bad about that, but do you think they're really about to start throwing it over the middle, or do you think they're just getting some blockers? And uh, I'll just listen to you guys <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> all right, thank you, Hunter. That reminded me of something. Go ahead. So what, did, what did it remind you of? Let's answer his question first. and then I <laughs> Well, so when, whenever you get – receivers or any players from lower levels you don't know exactly what you have and anytime there's a turnover in the roster you don't know exactly what you have now the coaches they see it they see it in practice and they'll have a certain confidence and they have a certain confidence in recruiting these players and getting them to campus to begin with but as far as us on the outside covering the team or just fans that watch the team play play these games and we don't have open practices and don't get to see them regularly like the coaches do, then of course it's going to be unknown to us. So uh, if if it is as good as the coaches say, it's a bonus. But if it's not as good, of course people are going to want to criticize from there. Well, my question is, all these guys being tall, what is their speed like? Because you can have tall guys that's just possession receivers. Then you can have tall guys like Luke that can catch that thing and go 80 with it. Yeah, like... T- Isaac Tesla, I, I think he's like four six, something four like a four six. That's not uh, gonna get it. Yeah, and but he's got the hands. Now I, I don't know that he might be like a four five, but he's kind of known more so for his hands. Uh, I believe the kid is an Andrew Armstrong that you got from uh, Texas A and M Commerce. I believe he might be one of the faster ones. Now, of course, Satania is going to be your speed, your like blazing speed guy. But I believe out of the three that came in, it's either him or the guy from Bowling Green. Um, gosh, uh, Tyrone Bolden, I believe, is his name. You you need speed, but to your point, Reds, would you rather have a receiver that's speedy and has questionable hands? Or a receiver that does run a four oh, six possession and, guy. and has really good hands. But here's what you get when you have guys that are slow. The safety's gonna play down. They ain't gotta play back because you ain't gonna beat them over top. Which means you're bringing your linebackers a yard closer. Which means you got more guys in the box to stop your run. 
So you got to have somebody who can go over the top. Well, and like you mentioned with Jerry Rice, of course, and you know, I mean, obviously you had blazing speed. There's some of these guys that like is a difference between game speed and like when they're running a 40 because Jerry Rice ran a 40. Joe Adams at the combine, I think he ran a 4.55. I watched him in 11th grade jog a 4.9. So I know that that's just, you know, like especially when he was returning those punts, he was definitely faster than a 4.55. So I think, too, that does play a part in it, game speed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely, especially in the SEC, though. I mean, you got, and I know I'm not trying to pump flex the muscles or anything, but at that level of ball, you certainly got to have a lot of. Well, them. you got to have, but you got to have at least one or two. Got one that can go over top, and another one that you can throw it to to kind of bag them up. Yeah. If all your guys are possession receivers, those safeties gonna play down, and your run game gonna suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just keeping it. That's that's no, why. That's, you, right. You're that's right. why when you see coaches talking about we gotta have speed, we gotta have speed. Absolutely. That's why. The only thing that can counter that is having some speed out of the backfield and a running back that can actually catch the ball and be a threat. But then in your the running back going to be overused, and his career ain't going to be long. So it's 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 man, I mean it's good and bad with that. Yeah. Now D Mac was different, you know he could do everything, you know. But Marcus Monk, tall, but was he fast? No, no, not. But not he was your red zone guy. Exactly. Like, go like get it. With your red Throw it up guy. to him. Go get it. Yeah. And you need to have different type he had, players. Yeah, louder milk that can take it deep. Yeah, louder milk and who else you had uh, at that time? It wasn't. Um, it wasn't fish, was it? Reggie Fish was uh, he there at with, that time? With milk? Gosh, man, who was oh six oh seven? Um, was Lucas Miller one of them? I think Lucas Miller. He, yeah, 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 he was there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Crosby. Uh, was sometime around then. Yes, I man. But that's always the key, though, with receivers. You have to have receivers with different roles. All yep. of them, you can't have all speed guys either. Like for example, me, I didn't like that middle too much. I was one seventy. Yeah. <laughs> Just send me deep, baby. <laughs> Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas football head coach Sam Pittman met with the media yesterday ahead of fall camp, which begins tomorrow. He talked about the usage of tight ends. The tight ends, are we going to be serviceable? Are we going to be pretty good? Are we going to highlight them? And I don't know what the answer is yet. But, boy, they can run, they can catch, and they are bigger and more physical than we've had at that position. And in Arkansas basketball news, Charles Ballantyne has passed away at age 60. He played for the Razorbacks from 1981 to 1985. Ballantyne is best known for hitting the game-winning shot against Michael Jordan and the number one North Carolina Tar Heels in Pine Bluff in 1984. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. One zero three seven. The Buzz and Tito's Handmade Vodka present the best of the best pickleball state championship August 18th at the Little Rock Athletic Club. Come cheer on the state's top-ranked pickleball players competing to win their part of Arkansas's first pickleball championship. The best of the best pickleball championship August 18th presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agents Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Morlton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Come check out the latest in large-scale logging equipment, attachments, supplies, tech, and services at the Southwest Forest Products Expo, August 11th and 12th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Watch the Timberworks Lumberjacks competition, see chainsaw sculptures by artistry and wood, and visit the online video arcade. Fun for the whole family. Visit www.arkwoggers.com for schedule, info, training workshops, and links to our online ticket hub. Adults over 16 are $5 to enter. Kids under 16 are free. 
See you in Hot Springs at the Southwest Forest Products Expo. It's Justin Acre for CertiPro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, CertiPro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at CertiPro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. When it comes to bikes, here's what you want. Reliable, fast, and tough as nails. That's what you get at OCC. And after a crash, that's what you get at Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. All Senior Noses. We're the Arkansas law firm motorcyclists have counted on for years. We work fast to get you the best results. And we're tough where it counts. Fighting for you. Reliable, fast, tough as nails. These are the guys I'd call anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney for the Rainwater Cop Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hogs going tempo right up on the ball, second and eight. Shovel pass. Sanders got a lot of room to the 35, to the 40, to midfield. He's there. He goes. Rocket to the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. 73 yards, and just like that, the Hogs are back in business. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Reggie Swinton. If you want to get involved in the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Ask your record life and feedback. Now, Dr. J put out his top ten players of all time. And he says, in no order, Dr. J is 73 years old. So, the players on this team, the youngest player currently, and there are two of them, are 60 years old. So, let's go through this top ten. 
Jerry West, Oscar Robertson, Elgin Baylor, Will Chamberlain, who's passed, Bill Russell, who's passed, and Elgin Baylor also has passed here in recent time, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic, Carl Malone, Tiny Archibald. So the youngest players on this list are Jordan and Carl Malone. They're both 60. Dr. J is 73. The average age of this team, and this is factoring in how old Elgin Baylor, Will Chamberlain, and Bill Russell were at the time that they passed, the average age of this team is 74. Dr. J is 73. So you can kind of see where they go. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. Just because that's... We're, I'm going to have somebody, you know, I'm 33. I'm probably going to have different opinions on the best all-time in whatever sport than a 60-year-old. It just kind of depends on when, where you come from, I think. There's something to it, Kyle, but to have I mean, no, it's crazy. no players under 60 yeah. on the list because you're talking about Steph Curry, yeah. LeBron, Kobe, Tim Duncan, Shaq. Those are just some of the names that aren't in this top 10. Yeah. Now, did he name them in order? No, no, no. He said no order. Oh, okay. But let's go through the ages. Jerry West is 85. Oscar Robertson is 84. Elgin Baylor was 86 at the time he passed. Will Chamberlain passed quite a while ago, but he was 63 at the time. Bill Russell just passed within the in in the last year. He was 88. Jordan is 60. Kareem is 76. Magic is 63. Carl Malone is 60, and Tiny Archibald is 74. Well, and I'll follow up by saying, you know, the, the why I understand it by mentioning that I think that he probably just didn't like the way basketball became after <laughs> those guys that he mentioned. Because, like you said, that can really be the only way to me to defend on why it's all of these guys from so, from, from so long ago. Shaq? Tim Duncan? Like, Steph Curry? Yeah who is a generational-type player, and that's not to mention LeBron. LeBron is going to be pretty much in everybody's top ten. Yeah. Should be. And then there's Kobe. Yeah, if you don't have Kobe, Shaq, and LeBron in your top ten, that may be Dr. J, but that ain't incredible. Dr. J was my favorite player growing up. That that was when, when I began watching basketball and – in that day, going against Larry Bird, Magic, and some of those stacked teams, Dr. J was my favorite so player. That tells me pretty much once you get from the, to the bad boys to the Bulls, that's that's about when you know when you got to that when level, the cutoff that's is. Pretty much when the cutoff is for him. Let's go to the phones and talk to Navy Mike, who is a LeBron guy all the way. So we know Navy Mike, you're going to disagree with that big time. Oh yeah, that's you know, and and like the uh, Kyle is that Kyler? Yes, yeah, yeah. Like Kyle said, you know, obviously if he's hearkening back to a time when he where he thought maybe basketball was a little bit more pure, um, you know, a certain style because the NBA had gone through you know um, generational changes as far as you know how the games play been played. A lot of people you know don't really like the game now. I, I do. I love it, but it's 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 more. Geared toward offense, you know, offensive, um, you know, scoring points. You know, and some people, don't, you know, they're not, they don't really agree with that kind of play. They like games that were played in the eight, the seventies and eighties, as far as scoring. That's understandable. You know? Yeah, seventies, seventies ball is a lot like it is now, though. Like nineties, that's when there, it was, and late eighties, that was more about lockdown defense. And you saw more physical, yeah, banging, banging more down physical low. play. Um, yeah. Yeah, but 70s yeah. Is, is a lot like today's game. So maybe, yeah, I guess maybe it, it did come. I didn't even, obviously, I didn't watch <laughs> this game back then, but, you know. Um, yeah, I didn't either, I mean, Navy Mike. Seems, that, that came from watching I mean, highlights. Yeah, that, it seems like things just, things come full circle, you know, as far as styles of play, you know, clothing. Styles come full circle, you know. I mean, everything comes comes back and gets recycled. But you know, my question um, for you guys is, uh, especially Reggie, uh, you know, I heard that clip about Sam Pittman talking about tight ends and you know the excitement that's behind these guys, these, these big time guys they brought in, you know. And I just wondered, 
what the hell happened with Hudson Henry? I mean, that guy's family lineage was just pristine, and you thought, I mean, he's a borderline five-star guy. And, you know, it, it came down to him and to Stanford and, uh, and Arkansas, and he almost went to Stanford. And honestly, if he probably should have. Maybe things would have turned out different. But, you know, it, n- nobody speaks of his name anymore. I don't even know if he's still on the team. You know, and so I just you, get, you I said, just get you guys comments on that whatnot. And you said Hudson Clark? Hey, it, no, it was uh, Hudson Henry, and I believe he actually did. He had one more year of eligibility, and he stepped but away. But he did go through senior festivities last year, so I'm pretty sure he is done. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember if he said Hudson Clark or H- Hudson Henry. But um, at our countdown to kickoff event, which just happened a couple of nights ago, oh yeah, he was, both those players yeah. were there: Hudson Henry and Hudson Clark. Yeah. So we had that going on, but um, we have some comments here from. Southern Structural Solutions text line, and uh, one of them, of course, was about the list that Dr. J put out, top 10. Larry Bird has to be included on any top 10 list. Any top 10. Yeah. And And Steph Curry. Yeah, so Dr. J, he, uh, he gave his own assessment of it, and people get so bent out of shape whenever players do put out their own top 10 because nobody is ever going to be in complete agreement to say that, or even top five, to say that these are the best players of all time and this is the list and this is the one that sets the standard, this is the one that everybody goes by. Let me ask you a question, Joe. Would would Tim Duncan be in your top 10? Top 10, I think top 10, uh, but not top five. But he is uh, his his play. It wasn't exciting, but he was somebody that was really effective with the way he played the game. He wouldn't be in mind just and because like just because of the factor that he he wasn't didn't have any kind of excitement to his game. No, no, I just don't think he would be of all time top ten. I wouldn't put him in there. I wouldn't put Carl Malone in there. See, Carl Malone, I think. I, I would agree with that. Tim, I, I would see. I, I'm a little bit biased because I was a, I was a San Antonio resident for three years. So I was a, I was actually the year after he graduated was when I art graduated. After he retired was when I moved there. Um, but I mean, man, when you think about it, yeah. Granted, David Robinson kind of started you know that trend and everything. But how many was it? Three MVPs that Tim won plus four championships, five championships. Uh, so I mean, I would. Uh, I would definitely say Tim's got more of a case just because he's more decorated. Of course, Carl was one of those ones that was kept out of a championship thanks to MJ. But, yeah, Duncan, man, he's got quite a decorated list. Let me do one better for you, Joe. In today's game, would you take Tim Duncan or Jokic? Oh, it's Jokic, hands down, all day. Yeah, there's no argument there at all. Because with big men... I like the big men that can do multiple things and not just the ones that are going to post up, but ones that can play in different sets. They can shoot threes. They can, they can have high assist rates and get other teammates involved. And Tim Duncan had a bit of that in him where he could play from the post, pass out of the post and get teammates involved. But you want somebody like Jokic that can do it from all over the floor. That's a hard one on me because Tim was such a great player, man. That, that mid-range jump shot was just he, he man he didn't miss that backboard that little corner shot in the backboard he never missed that shot man so that would be a you know a difficult one for me to to really pick from oh. Let's see uh okay atomic hog on the southern structural solutions text line says about the receivers Marcus Monk Chris Baker Cedric Washington and London Fletcher Came in as freshmen, all at the same time. Chris Baker was a speedster, four two, seven, I think it was. Washington, I don't recall that name. Yeah, that's that's moving. He up. was a he four was two, like seven? kick return. Yeah, yeah. Chris Baker was blazing quick. He just couldn't really catch very well. But yeah, Washington was really good returner as well. Three and out coming up here on Out of Bounds. Stay tuned.
The temperatures are hot, but so are the deals as the summer sizzling sale continues at Motorsports Authority with two convenient locations on Central and Hot Springs and on East Main and Russellville. Now, Bill, if I've got a car to trade in, you're going to put top dollars in my trade, right? We're going to put top dollar on any trade that comes in, whether you push it in, pull it in, or blow it up and make it land on the lot. We're going to give as much money for it as we can. You can check out the amazing selection online at msastore.com. Y'all come see us. What are you waiting for? Without a plan, the future is just what happens to you. In some ways, you can't have a future without a plan because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out. Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 1037 The Buzz. Genwell Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar, all ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is orange chicken for only $7.49 per pound, paired with vegetable fried rice for just $4.99 per pound. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Arkansas Army National Guard. Aired by the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and this station. DQ presents... Mmm. That's the sound of someone seeing the DQ $7 meal deal. Mmm. And that's the sound of someone deciding if they want the original cheeseburger or three-piece chicken strips with their $7 meal deal. Mmm. And that's the sound of someone digging into their choice of original cheeseburger or three-piece chicken strips, plus regular fries, a drink, and a sundae. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grab the full-size $7 meal deal only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Tonight, I've got a bonfire at the lake with friends. First, I need a spritz of my off-clean feel. My summer style is all about fun and not about... I don't need Mosquito Bite Red clashing with this crochet top. It's purple. It's bright. I could definitely pair it with my Amethyst eyeshadow palette. The best part is, ugly mosquitoes won't be messing with my fiery vibes. With Off Clean Feel, I've got eight hours of not sticky, fragrance-free protection. Get your pre-party protection on with Off Clean Feel. SC Johnson, a family company. The Mega Millions jackpot from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is now more than $1 billion. So, what would you do if you won? I'll be buying three boats. One for fishing on the lakes, one for fishing on the rivers, and one to take the family out. I would buy us the best seats for every show on Broadway. Got your ticket? If not, visit your local lottery retailer for your chance to win the Mega Millions jackpot of more than $1 billion. This is winning. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Rock and roll sushi. You want the VIP roll. Shrimp tempura. Crab stick. Cream cheese. Cajun crawfish. Baked crab meat. Jalapeno spicy mayo sweet chili. Eel sauce and crunchy flakes. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Reggie Swinton. It's time for three and out, some storylines and some headlines. TBT, the championship game is being played tonight. And that is the basketball tournament. And a lot of times you'll have college alum and they'll put together a team like Team Arkansas plays in it every year. So it's down to Heartfire and Bleed Green. That's going to be 6 o'clock tonight on ESPN. This is for a million dollars. The winning team, they split shares of a million dollars. And also, whoever hits the game-winning shot, they get some kind of bonus if they're wearing Pumas. Puma is one of the presenting sponsors of TBT. And if the player that hits the game-winning shot is wearing Pumas, they get a, 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 a bonus. And it's happened throughout the tournament, but there is a bigger bonus for the championship game. So how many players on each team? Twelve at least? Twelve. And then you have a GM, head coach. Uh, so so you split it. So yeah. It may be ten. Ten players, a GM, and a head coach. So let's just do this here. Fifteen. That's $66,000 a person. That's some nice money to walk away with, for yeah. sure. Not bad at all for something you love to do. So, Bleed Green, that is um, North Texas. Yeah. And then... So, Jalen Barford team got got beat out. Jalen Barford is some... Yeah. Jalen Barford is somebody that he's been on... Because he was on Team Arkansas he was on one team year. Arkansas, mm-hmm. and this year, I, I was told that he went to another team to play with his cousin, which... And he's from Tennessee. Yeah, he's from, from Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. And he played for... There. Yeah, he played for a Tennessee team one year also. But Heartfire and Bleed Green, they are both two seeds in TBT. So it's uh, 1 through 16 for each bracket. And these are some of the top seeds that made it through. Now, how are these teams put together? Is it just by a coach picking kids? Yeah, yeah. They have a pool of players. And most of the time, you're going to go with players that have connections to, like, Team Arkansas. They're going to go with Arkansas players. But sometimes they go outside yeah. of that and they pick players within that pool of players. I think it's four that you have to have of like alumni of that universe. Like basically, like since Arkansas is mainly Razorbacks, you got to have at least four Razorbacks and all that. So, so that'd be six o'clock tonight on ESPN if you want to check it out. Ja Morant, we know he's going to be suspended for the beginning of the NBA season. And it's during the offseason now when we hear news about NBA players and what's going on with them. Jaw's been filling some time and getting some new tats. He got a number of new tats to cover his back. One of them is uh, the Memphis Grizzlies logo, but he got a number of Kobe Bryant-inspired tats. One of them is the number 24. Another one says mentality going through the 24 meaning mama mentality, and then he has a third Kobe-inspired tat that is Kobe Bryant's logo. He should have got one of John Wayne. (laughs) I was waiting for something of that nature. (laughs) That's what he should have got, wasting money like that, man, and throwing away money like that, man. I'm a... John Morant went to my school, man. He was fan of his. Yeah, Murray State, man, but I just can't follow foolishness, man. Like, you beat the case one time, and you come back and do it again two months later. It's hard to feel sorry for somebody with that much power, that much fame, and that much money that continues to act like they ain't got no sense. So did you agree with where that suspension was, though, 25 games? Because most people were saying it was going to be half the season, the entire season, and all along I felt like that's what it would be. Well, they did enough so that he couldn't make the all-NBA team. He couldn't make the all-star team. So he's going to lose – more money by losing incentives. So they gave him just enough where he could miss out on getting those type of of awards and getting extra money. So they knew what they was doing, but he did it to himself. Hugh Freeze says going into camp with Auburn, and it's going to be his first year with Auburn and back in the SEC, he says that he feels a little anxious and that uh, a little uncomfortable, actually, going into fall camp. He says it's because of this is a new world. There's roster turnover. We had players that we added in spring ball, 
And one is trying to work out who's going to be the starting quarterback. Says that they don't have any idea at this point. But he says from that standpoint, it is exciting and trying to work out certain things about the team and especially determining who's going to be the starting quarterback. Robbie Ashford is returning from last season, but freshman redshirt quarterback Holden Jarenner and true freshman Hank Brown. So uh, it's going to be worked out between three quarterbacks, Hank Brown, Holden Jarenner, and Robbie Ashford. Well, he's talking about roster turnover. That's going to happen every year now with the, with the dang transfer portal. They never know what you know. They'll never know consistently now what they'll have year in and year out because kids coming and going. National Day today. Today is National Watermelon Day. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody celebrate by getting some watermelon. Oh my God! It's also grab some nuts day. And these are, <laughs> these are nuts that you eat, and people can take that in different ways. Pistachios, <laughs> man, all the way. Yeah, I like almonds. I will grab a handful of pistachios, and I that's, I could eat those just consistently, nonstop. It's how you said it, Red, man. Red, you getting a kick out of it? It's how you said, grab your nuts day. <laughs> <laughs> grab some nuts day. Oh, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, grab some oh. nuts day. <laughs> made it even worse. <laughs> I heard it all wrong, man. Okay, so favorite nuts to eat. <laughs> favorite nuts to eat. What would you say? So, Kyle went pistachio. I went almond. I like pecans. Pecans. Okay. I like pecans, too. <laughs> it's also National Georgia Day. So, people in the state of Georgia, they can celebrate National Georgia Day. It needs to be a national pay-me-back-my-money day. <laughs> <laughs> all these national made-up holidays, they... Just making up now. Nacho cheese Doritos are being recalled, and there was uh, 7,000 bags of Doritos that have been recalled. So if uh, you're a fan of Doritos, be on the lookout of the recalls that are out there for some of those Doritos. And Mattel is hiring a chief Uno player, which means you'll get paid to play Uno. So there are a lot of people that think that they're the best Uno player out there. So look into it. Look it up. Mattel hiring a chief Uno player. I'd like to say I'm the best in my house. Yeah. Yeah, they're bragging rights with Uno. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I ain't played that game in years, man. Kyle, Reggie, appreciate you guys coming in. Great time on the show today. We'll be back to do it again tomorrow and get everybody set for the weekend. So we'll be back here for Out of Bounds on Friday. And... Let's look forward to Drive Time Sports coming up next. Reggie, think of your best training camp stories for tomorrow. Well, I got a million of them. Yeah, we're we're definitely going to look forward to that. (laughs) Stay tuned. Drive Time Sports coming up next. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk 